anybody got doubt that this problem is like Nabil Salat? Anybody got doubt that this goodness in giving charity? Has anybody got doubt that there is goodness in being courteous, being kind, being noble? And then Rasulullah said, Well, haram is it. And then on the other side, on the other extreme, haram is crystal. There's no doubt. Has anybody got doubt that food is haram? Has anybody got doubt that pork is haram? Has anybody got doubt that wine is haram? There's no doubt. There's no difficulty in understanding. Has anybody got doubt that stealing, usurping the rights of others, swearing another person is haram? Nobody got doubt about this. It's clear. One side the halal is clear, on one side the haram is clear. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains the way of Imam Moore and Muslim Ali. It's clear, crystal clear item. You get those things that are doubtful, those things that are not very clear. And that is the situation we're finding ourselves, those gray areas we are finding ourselves in today. That is things are becoming more and more unclear. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has told us and has warned us that now what will you do in a situation like this where you're finding these things that are unclear? And then here we can see sometimes in our simple thinking we say, oh, you're just full of ignorance or something. So therefore we just choose whatever opinion we want to choose. In fact, this is such a dangerous thing to do. And if a person says there's two opinions, there's three opinions, there's four things that we want to choose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this in our incidents in the hadith of the Quran and for our for our lessons, for us to take lessons. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions an incident about the fishing community. This fishing community were the Jews and they did, were told that, you know what, you cannot light a fire, nor can you do any work on the Sabbath. So this fishing community, they work on such that they would fish, they would gather the fish and they would consume the fish and sell it. And that was the work of the town. I wonder that how can a whole town One coastal town, a small town or village, where the people there and that was their job. In the morning, all the youngsters and the men of the town will go to the lake Malawi and they put the nets in. All of them from the village, they take a walk, they put the nets in from one side, put the nets right in, and towards the afternoon, before Hassan time, all of them will get a net in and start hauling those nets in. And the whole town will haul it. And now, once those fish come in, everyone is waiting there with their buckets. So, what they'll do is the fish will taken now and put into the bucket. They all take the fish home. Some of it they sell, some of it they consume. This was their work. And that's what we see in this town. So there was a coastal town in the time of the Bani Israel. So this was their work. Allah is a test to them. What they did was they made the fish come on the Sabbath. Sabbath Sunday they would come and so easy just to scoop up. The test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can see they'll come in tall and sometimes they'll get stuck in the pond and take them up. And other day so what they decided was, you know what, we got two opinions. And that's what we mean, two opinions. This will be some opinion. We say we got two opinions. One opinion is that this is, this is not permissible to fish on a Saturday. And so everyone agreed that, okay, there's no, there's no different opinion fishing on a Saturday. But one group said, our opinion is if you put the nets in on a Friday and you put the nets out on a Sunday, then we are not fishing on a Saturday. We did a, a scheme to save ourselves. So one group took the scheme route and said that we want to do this. Another group said, listen, deal is strange. We don't do any trick with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't play any monkey trick with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're not allowed to fish on a Saturday. We don't do this. So there were two groups and two differences of opinion. Actually, Ulama say they were taking 
One group was the one that was actually doing the sick. Another group was the group that was warning that don't do this, this is not the right thing to do. And there was a third group there that they were just remaining quiet. They were not saying anything, they were just looking. One is doing, one is stopping, they were just remaining quiet. In fact, Ayr the Quran says that they came up to these people. They came up to the people that were warning them before they did it. Like how we say today, you know, what is better? Anybody can choose what they want. Do what you want. Don't shoot. You must just have the inner feeling. This is better. So, like that, there was this one group. They came up to those that were stopping. They were thinking, why are you stopping? Either they will destroy themselves, or the fellow will punish them. But there's no need for you to stop. But they still went and they made it a point of stopping. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised those people that were trying to stop the people. In other words, they ignored this situation that you just chose whatever opinion you have. They ignored it, they went hard and they don't do this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, He saved these people that made them just have to stop what they were doing. So therefore, this is something the Allah explains that yes, you don't get the treatment of opinion, there won't be the situation. But valid difference of opinion, like this time in the time of the Bani Israel, there was a difference of opinion. But it wasn't a valid difference of opinion. Therefore, those that took opinion with them, those who schemed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala them, destroyed them. Bil adab bil tabis bil adab bil tabis. Falamma atu hamma nuhu, kulla alawam kunu kiradatan qasiyin. By the time of the Bani Israel, they were playing monkey sheep. Allah passed them to the Qamar. And they became eggs. Because they were playing these chicks. So therefore, Nabi Ali Salatu Salam is telling us such an easy policy. Such an easy principle. Not something that what we do. There's a gray area here now. What do we do? Nabi Ali Salatu Salam said, La ya Many people don't know what we do. How many people complain our time and they think what we do? What do we do? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then tells us this is a difficult reminder. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi That person who decides that about anything that's doubtful. If I'm not clear, I stay clear. If I'm in a doubt, I stay out. Simple as that. The Bishallah says, if that person adopts this policy, I'm not clear, it doesn't look right. And somebody now suddenly is saying television is promiscuous. We always knew it from the time we were small. This is something that was haram. How can we now in a sudden doubt came? How what should we do? We stay clear. The doubt stay out means we're not gonna look at the television. Someone who we knew that we should never have video, we should never take photographs. Suddenly somebody is saying it's okay now to take photographs. What do we do? It's a doubtful situation. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is giving us clear, straight guidance. In the Ali's name, Ali's passport, it's a very nice expression. He said we must be such that we are go straight down the middle. People that play cricket, they normally use the expression for bowlers. It's straight down the middle. In other words, don't go to the left, don't go to the right. He said we as Muslims, this is our style, that we go straight down the middle. So anyway, Rasulullah is telling us that from that person who decided that he's going to stay clear of anything that is doubtful, Allah Ta'ala will give him two benefits, two major benefits. What are the two benefits? Allah Ta'ala will make it such that this person will stay in his peace. He's respectful to say he won't go into doubtful avenues, he stayed away from doubt. People will know that this man is a straight. This man doesn't play tricks, he doesn't really just put it. If we need to know anything, we want to know anything, we need to take guidance from someone that is 100% straight. This is the person we take from because he doesn't do any kind of tricks.
glasses on. So the first thing you do is shave your face. How often? Some people are flying in aeroplanes, for example. Now the food comes. And he's not sure, he's not clear, is this food halal, is not halal. So what should he do? Think of the hadith of Rasulullah. So I'm not clear about it. If I stay away from it, the first thing I'll do is I'll say my respect. The other thing Rasulullah is saying his deen also. His deen will remain pure. His deen will remain safe. All that he did was he stayed away from those who affected also. And then Rasulullah is sounded a very, very loud, a very severe warning. That person that decides that you know what, I can just stay in the gray area, there's difference of opinion, I can choose what I want, there's no problem. Rasulullah sounded a very, very loud warning. That person who decides that he wants to follow those things that are doubtful, he wants to stay in the gray area, and said, eventually this person will go to Haram. There's no doubt about Animals that are grazing and they come to the bounds of that land that is protected, the land that belongs to the king. In those days, the kings or the governors, the rulers, they have specific land or pastures where only they animals would graze. So the Rasulullah said that farmer or that person, that shepherd that takes his animals close to that area, it's very likely that these animals are going to go over into that bounds area. Like that, if you choose to be in the gray area, the doubtful area, it's very likely that you are going to go to the haram. Simple biblical policy of Rasulullah. I just mentioned two examples of our seniors of our brothers. How particular they were, how meticulous they were, that we don't go into anything that is hidden in the middle of the council. On one occasion, the Rasulullah was invited by one of his Dalitis, one of his friends, to come to our world and give a jummah. After the Jummah Bayan, this Ali invited him to come to my house for lunch. So then he took me to the Dawood place, his house for lunch. His house was above the mosque. He had a flat, it was above the mosque. So when Hazrat went to the house after Jummah, it was a hot day. He said, I'm feeling kind of cold right now. And Ali opened his fridge and he looked in the fridge and he see that there were two bottles of cold water in the fridge. So he quickly told his son, What you do? Just take this glass, go downstairs to the masjid, there's a water cooler there. Drink some cold water, not that you drink some cold water. So, my Yusuf, Rahmatullah, he saw this, he went into his shop that night and he looked at this. There, he came to the down to the cooler to drink it. And he said, You see, that water, that cooler, that water from that masjid is for the Musallis of the masjid, not for the Musallis of the house. It's such a technical thing. We may look at it technical, but these great people, they were meticulous about even what, where they're taking that water from. The right thing that I should be taking water from the cooler. Yes, he was a Musali before this. To teach that Sati of his, that Ali Malaysia, to be so meticulous, out of budget time, to give your position and take personal use of something that is intended to be used in budget. He should have taken it personal use. I see this in my Ustad and Ustad also. But on one occasion, I climbed back, there was a Masura to be made at night. I went to his office at night, and it was dark. It was dark night. He hasn't asked me that do we need the light to be on and is there anything that we need to leave or is it okay if the light stays on? Because the Masura is something that you can even do in the dark. So I said, no, I had to go see it and therefore inspire the light to be on. So particular they were, so particular they are, that we shouldn't be using the lights of the Melissa even some, even to the extent that we don't.
don't need to do this. Never mind, we can talk in the dark. The surah can be made in the dark, but we mustn't lose the light. We mustn't lose the light that we don't need. On one occasion, the Minister of Mosul, Rasulullah, started to disturb the Buddha and mention the Buddha. So he tells me that one night we killed a great, some sort of great something. We killed a great, we just told the Sadiq, let's go to the masjid, we did a vote, and we read our Isha Salah. Obviously, they were really so they came late. We read this Salah Hadith. After Salah Hadith, we got the phone number, we called the back of the pocket. We take this and put it in the masjid box. Then he explains to his son, he said, you see, the masjid lights and the masjid water are meant to be used in the masjid time. We came late after the masjid time. Over and above the masjid time, we use the lights here, we use the water. Therefore, we should put something in the box to cater for us using it over and above the normal time. This is what they call refinement. When the person is clear, so careful even about these things that we require or we regard as something very trivial, something that we regard as very simple. This is when a person has this in his life and he brings this thing. One of the things you find about Kabir also, they were so clear, so meticulous about what they did, their business dealings, that nobody must be caught any harm because of them. Because of me, no person should be caught any type of harm. On one occasion, another corona was in the aeroplane. And whilst Sadim next to me, he spoke to me and he told me that he was himself. He said that I was sitting on the aisle seat. I was sitting next to me in the middle seat. And what had happened was I dozed off. On the flight, I dozed off. And I was experiencing some chest pains. The corona's chest was paining quite severely. And he looked at me. He needed a tablet from the top of the bag. He needed a tablet. But because he saw I was sleeping, he didn't want to disturb my sleep. So what he did was he put a pain on himself. He waited for me to wake up. When, he, when I woke up, he told me, you need to have a complete reset. So this is the condition, and these are the qualities we need to bring in our life. This is the advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that remain straight, remain clear. You don't harm anybody, you don't cause any difficulty to anybody, and you remain straight in your deed. If you remain straight in your deed, this is the benefit. If you keep your research, you keep your respect, look up how many years has it passed away, and you will still take the incident, and you will still talk about it, why? Because they showed us that light. It was like that patent that the person was running before. And really, he came and gave it to the, to, to, the, to the next person. He's taking it now and giving it to the next person. So like that, if we become examples for our children, they look up to us and our father showed us the straight path. What was right was right. What was wrong was wrong. There was no, there was no deviating from the right path. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the blessing of continuing with this Mubarak values or the values that we brought from Mubarak month of Ramadan. Continue remaining straight and keeping it such that the last day of our life also we are on the straight path. And that path that we don't veer to the left, we don't veer to the right. Temptations will always be there. We are in this world of temptation. Temptations will always come to us. We have to remain focused, like the hadith of Hazrat Zayfa radiallahu that remain firm. It was terminated one hadith from Rasulullah When Sahabi came to Rasulullah, he said, Kulli fi Islam in Poland, La asal wa anhu Tell me something with regards to Islam. I won't have to ask anybody else with regards to this. I'm asking you, and I said, there's no need for me to ask anybody anything else with regards to this. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave him one simple lesson. He said, Kul amantu billahi summa stakim. They say, I believe in Allah, remain firm. Doesn't, remain firm doesn't mean that in Ramadan, I'm a good Muslim and out of Ramadan, I'm a different Muslim. Doesn't mean in Ramadan, I'm reading my salah and out of Ramadan, I'm not reading my salah. 